everyone always actually misinterprets. I was saying this this morning. I said, people will probably read my chapter in 18 and lost people who want to be, whose dream it is to be a doctor or a psychologist. I actually, let's talk about psychologists because that's what I studied. So that might be their dream. The one thing they want to do, they might read my chapter and go, shit, I shouldn't go study at university to be a psychologist. No, no. If that's your dream, you probably should. It's so easy to take the wrong message and misinterpret. It's so it's usually misinterpreted. You want to understand the best example of that. Look at religions. <laughs> How often do people misinterpret the point of a religion like extremists and idealists and fundamentalists? And you can talk about, don't pick on the non-Western religions. I'd say something like Christianity is a really good example of people misinterpreting the core message is really love. A lot of people have interpreted that they should exclude people like homosexuals and stuff like that from say the church, like it just gets misinterpreted. It's so easy to misinterpret generic. Uh, well, think about the Bible. When was it written? For example, is at a very different time with very different value sets? You can't just go, oh, but it's in the Bible. So people who want to take this literal interpretation of advice or prescriptions will never really get it right yeah. because then they don't have a good filter. This is why advice is always horrific. So go back to Tim Ferriss in that example. You would have to put in all these disclaimers. You'd have to say really, well, this is my experience and this is why I think this, because this is my story. So you need to have really the full context of why he believes what he believes. And because everyone's a product of their experience. I, I, I think writing's a great habit because I've had a great experience with it, obviously. I have no idea. Maybe I'm just completely biased by, by my perspective. Uh, I, I don't know. I really don't know. It feels like this would be good for everyone to do, but I can't tell if it's just, there's something I haven't experienced that would make me think contrary to that. So you should actually really, that's why I think storytelling is way better than advice because a story gives everyone a full context on who you are, where you come from and why you might believe what you believe. And then it helps them figure out whether it's relevant because you're not pushing it on them. You're not telling them what to do. You're actually just taking inspiration from their story. And so because you're not, you, you're over, you overcome a bit of the impressionable kind of problem where people are like, oh, an authority figure like Tim Ferriss, who's a successful author, told me not to write a book because I'm, I'm not, I'm not good enough to do it good. That is actually the worst message for say the average 18 or 19 year old, I would say to see from my experience, because we had Gabby, who's an 18 year old author in the book, All right? And you can ask her, was that a negative experience or a positive experience? So actually yeah. a lot of the advice that really high performing so-called successful people give and that like they are successful at, at something, I just mean that. It's hard to judge success objectively. You have to know what the person just normally it's like, they've got a lot of followers or money. People think that's, they call that successful. But Tim Ferriss has taught me so much just from listening to his podcast, reading his books, but it's so easy for them to give the, probably the wrong advice or the right advice at the wrong time for someone who's say really young and starting out, you'd really want young people to listen to this. Probably maybe more Seth Godin. Who's like, what do you have to lose by doing a podcast? Yeah, but like a really pro podcaster who thinks about podcasting very seriously is like, would might say, no, no, you should only do a podcast when 
you have a really commitment, you have a good niche, you know, but you know, if people never start, they'll never think about a niche maybe as a second stage. So there's a lot of like the right advice at the wrong time or the right advice for the wrong person. The other thing I think this is why a lot of those celebrity kind of entrepreneurial people get a lot of emails asking them for advice with things. How do I create a bestseller? How do I get my startup going? And a lot of them don't respond because they get this sense that people are looking for it in a very short term way for help. And then they're not that likely to actually go and implement it. Whereas you really need to know more about someone to actually really answer their question. So for example, should I write a book? So look, if you just ask me, Hey Weebs, should I write a book? I'd say, well, it, it depends. Like, why do you want to write a book? What else do you have on right now? Is there something that's actually more valuable to you than putting time into a book? For you, it might yeah. be, maybe you should focus on the podcast project you're pursuing, learning more about networking, you know? Yeah, sure. A, a book in general is probably a good thing to do, but it's hard to say like, all right, why do you want to do it? What's important to you right now? Same thing. I think when a lot of people used to ask me about property investing when in the real estate days, they used to ask like, where's good to buy? Where's a good area to buy? Like there's some magical area that's, that's growing mm. that, that they just don't know about. And I was like, well, where's good to invest actually depends a lot on you. Like, are you looking for cash flow in the property? Is that the priority? Or are you looking for capital growth? Because you can make money either way. Or is it something that you want to live in one day? You want to leave that door open? Because if you're going to invest in an area that you wouldn't live in, even if it's growing a lot, that probably doesn't make much sense. You know, Luke, do you want to go live out at Reevesby? You know, or do you, you know, you want to buy somewhere in the inner West where you might actually live in it or rent it out. Yeah. You just got so many factors. Generic broadcasted advice is always kind of doomed because all advice is kind of right and wrong. Like it's right if you're a certain type of person and it's wrong if you're a certain other type of person. And the problem is there's not, there's rarely for anything that's complex other than like turning on a car or, uh, you know, maybe even making tea, but maybe not even that. There's not normally like this one magical right way. There are always kind of best practices, like starting a business, but so many people have started a business without a clear reason why they were doing it. They just started it and figured it out. Others are like, it was very predetermined, it was very planned. A lot of people are just responding to a problem and are not entrepreneurs, and they become a lot of the best entrepreneurs. So it's like, what's the advice? Should you be a real, that you can, you can take any example and, and just kind of tear it apart, which maybe might not even be that, that helpful for people. So I think the ultimate thing is, I think you really need people around you and having a, a range of people you can talk to with a bit of a range of perspectives. And if they're really good, if they ask you questions that the best advice only comes from any appropriate advice really comes from people who ask you more questions rather than respond with a quick answer. And I'd say the more complex the thing you're asking about is, the more you want to be asked questions rather than being given a quick answer. For example, should I go to uni? Well, shit, <laughs> depends. What do you want to study? Yeah. How much do you want to do that? How much do other things appeal to you? What's your financial situation? Uh, there's a lot of people who should go to uni. There's a lot of people who should only do uni part-time. There's a lot of people who should do a gap year before they go to uni. And if I know a bit about you, I could probably give you my two cents. And I'd say, but that's just me. Talk to five other people that you respect. 
who were a bit different to me, people who went and had a positive experience at uni. I didn't really have a positive experience. So I'll always have this slight bias, though I try to overcome it. You know, should I start a business? Well, in general, you're probably going to learn a lot. It depends what your expectations are going into it. That's what I'd ask you about. That's actually the most helpful thing. There's very, if you don't put much money into it, but you learn a lot, you get to meet people through it and it's in something you're interested in, you get to do it with people, you have access to mentors and stuff. It's very hard for, for a small kind of non, non-expensive business venture that's, you know, you can still pursue part-time. It's very rare that you won't get a net positive learning experience at the very least out of that positive experience with getting more network connections, stuff like that. Like really everyone, most people really should do some sort of side hustle thing just for the learning, not so much expecting to make heaps of money doing it, especially when they're young. But again, not everyone necessarily. Someone grew up dreaming of being, you know, the world's best doctor. And that was just a dream. The only thing they're really interested in, then mainly they should maybe just double down on that path. You probably still learn things by trying something that's a bit entrepreneurial, probably give you a different way of thinking skills that might pay off later, but that might not actually be as good as just going straight and doing whatever you can to get into medicine. So the idea that you can just come up with the magic piece of advice that no one's come across yet and spit it out is yeah, really limiting and dangerous. That's why people never find the answers for the complex things. Yeah. So yeah, really important. Uh, yeah, it's very, it's very difficult. Like, cause when that person is giving you advice, they're coming from their own frame of reference as well. Yeah. So to your point, you really got to start with those, those questions as to how's it, what's going on in that, the other person you're giving advice's environment. What, what are they doing? What are their interests? All those sort of things. And it becomes the more variables that come into play, the more complex it is as to, if it's good or bad advice, 